It's a jam-packed Nintendo News Week. Among many things, we have a big bang credible rumor saying that a Metroid Prime 2 remastered in a brand new Zelda game or a remake might come out later this year. Pikmin 4 just released and creator of the franchise and Mario Shigeru Miyamoto gives his thoughts on why he doesn't think it will sell very well. Pokemon Sleep is also out now. I give my thoughts on why I am personally not going to use it. We have six segments. There's so many new products, so many new updates. Let's get into it all. Mario Matter fans, welcome back to the show, your favorite Nintendo news podcast, episode number 48. We are bringing you all the news. I mean, this is a jam-packed news week, right? Pikmin 4 just released. We're getting into everything. There was a Pikmin developer Q&A. Miyamoto talking about why Pikmin doesn't sell very well. We're diving into all of that. Pokemon Sleep just released as well, the brand new hit Pokemon app. I'll discuss why I'm personally not using it. We'll dive into all that. There's also an update for that app. We have a big boy rumor about Metroid Prime 2 remastered and a brand new Zelda game slash remake happening later this year. I don't know. We'll discuss it all on your favorite Nintendo News Podcast. Let's go ahead. Let's not waste your time. Let's dive in to all the news you cannot wait to hear about. All right, now the headline segment. Now, what the headline segment is, is it's full of Nintendo news for you, but it's not no gigantic news, no long segment. So we do the podcast by segments. You you just watch the intro. Now we're on the headline segment. Later on, we have three segments of news. Then we have one more segment at the end answering all of your questions you all have asked me. So let's go through the headlines for this week's Nintendo news, starting off with July 19th, two days before the release of Pikmin. As you know, this podcast is posted on every Wednesday, covering all the news, so it's posted on July 26th. We are recording as of July 25th, Tuesday, 12.42 p.m. Eastern Time, so any news after that will not be included, although we already have a big amount of news just on today uh, before 1 p.m., on Tuesday, July 25th. We have, I believe, four pieces of four pieces of news already. So let's go ahead. Let's jump in. July 19th, one week ago, as you're watching this on release date, Pokemon Sleep released in North America. Now, even before July 19th, Pokemon Sleep was available in many different regions. I believe I can't even it, it, it was like Australia, New Zealand, all that, you know, territory over there. And now, our friends in North America, that includes me, can now play Pokemon Sleep. I believe it's just about rolled out in, like, every single region now. Maybe, you know, we're missing one or two, but it's pretty much out, okay? Pokemon Sleep. Now, I don't want to give my two cents on this right now. I want to talk about it later on in the podcast during a real segment as to why I'm not using Pokemon Sleep. I'll get into it all, but it is available, iOS, Android, if you want to use it, go ahead and download it, but there are some safety risks, okay? I don't mean to be a health nut, okay, but there are some safety risks I'll discuss later. With that, it's available, go and check it out. Now, guys, a bit of a scary piece of news here, okay? A bit of a scary piece, Nintendo has warned users about transactions that'll ban your Nintendo account, as you know it, you know, all those digital games that you have can be gone in a blink if you take part in any of these actions I'm going to read. So, you know, 
Nintendo likes to do the occasional, hey, watch out, kids, you know, if this happens, this will happen, and they warn you about things, you know, I believe, like, last summer, it was like, you know, don't leave your Switch out in the sun, it'll, it'll roast and toast and be non-operational, now, you know, they're giving out a warning about transactions regarding accounts, now, they've listed a few things that, you know, if you do these things, you know, we might take some real big boy action, and go ahead and delete your account, ban your account, I don't think that they would, like, get rid of it because if you're buying their games digitally, I don't think they can, you know, delete those from existence. They shouldn't be able to, but I assume that you'll get banned for online servers. Now, what will cause that to happen? There are a few bullet points here that they have listed. One, selling unusable download codes or download codes acquired through unauthorized and illegal means. So, piracy, if you're giving out codes that you didn't actually buy, there's one way to get your account banned. These include using a third party's credit card information, PayPal account information, or other unauthorized methods to purchase products. So, no piracy, no illegal stuff, or you might just get banned. And who knows, you might get banned and have to pay some hefty fines if you are pirating games, which, you know, doesn't happen often, but that is not, you know, me saying that you should do it, okay? So... Uh, you might have to pay some hefty fines there. Then, also, transferring Nintendo account information to a third party as part of an un unauthorized financial transaction. So, you can't really sell your account to somebody. You know, you, you, you shouldn't, or else you could get banned. The sale slash purchase of a Nintendo account that has purchased digital games, so don't sell your account again. The sales slash purchase of products by using a third party's Nintendo account from time to time, sharing paid software with others through the use of the same account, and transferring Nintendo account information to a third party for the purpose of modifying saved data, playing on one's behalf, and other requests. So, in short, okay, if you're part of the majority and you just use your account to use your account, you'll be fine. Like, no, nothing's gonna happen. This is if you, you know, sell accounts, trade accounts, this kind of stuff. So, just beware, if you take part, you could get banned. That's about it, though. One more piece of news for July 19th before, before, before we move to July 20th. We have Xenoblade Chronicles 3, updated to version 2.1.0. Now, I feel like you don't see too many Xenoblade updates in the news. We saw the update for Future Redeemed uh, not too long ago. But we do have an update here. I will go through this. So, version 2.1.0 released July 19th here. We have the patch notes. Additional functionality. So, if you do not know, the Pyra and Mithra amiibos have released on July 21st. But the update released July 19th. We have added amiibo functionality to the game for Pyra and Mithra amiibo. By scanning the amiibo in system... Then Amiibo, in the menu screen, you will be able to use the following Amiibo special clothing items. Now, we have the Pyra Amiibo giving you... Dang, I googled how to pronounce this word. Aegis. Aegis Sword. Aegis pronunciation. See, I'm not good at Aegis. Aegis Sword for Pyra. It says limited to Sword Fighter. And for the Mithra Amiibo, you will also get an Aegis Sword. Mithra, limited to Sword Fighter. So, I don't play Xenoblade. That's one series that I want to get into. But I assume 
it's just special swords of both of those characters, so that's obviously cool. Uh, you can obviously use Pyro and Mithra in the Smash Bros. game as well. Those, I mean, those, look, those amiibos have released, and that is part of the news for July 21st, but I guess I can report it now. Pyra and Mithra amiibo released. So, that happened same day as Pikmin. You know, what a collision. You can't... I would just put them out like the week after Pikmin, you know, just separate them a little bit, but I guess it's one big bang day, so, you know, it makes sense. Then there's also just normal bug fixes. We have bugs, bug fixes for Expansion Pass Wave 4, Future Redeemed. Increase the percentage chance to reacquire battle manuals, tactics manuals, and strategy manuals. Fixed an issue where players were unable to reattempt the final battle after experiencing a party wipe. And fixed an issue where some players were unable to complete the Chapter 2 quest. Pursue Glimmer, who's thought to have headed northwest. So, that is... I was going to say that is and that are. That, that are... That is the bug fixes for Xenoblade Chronicles 3, all in version 2.1.0. Update your game, and you'll run into no bugs. That's not a guarantee. You might find one, and if you find one, tell me, and I'll personally call Nintendo, and I'll get it fixed, okay? Call me. Now, guys, July 20th. Here's what... July 20th, there's, there's big news here, okay? Starting off with a bang on July 20th, okay? Dolphin Emulator. That should get you pumped up if you know what Dolphin Emulator is. If you don't, it is an emulator for Wii and GameCube games. So essentially, if you do some no-no downloading of ROMs, which is illegal, you can essentially play them in an emulator which runs on your PC. It could run on a Steam Deck. Actually, not officially anymore. But, you know, downloading ROMs is illegal. I, I, I've been told... Emulators are not. Regardless, what's the news? You're, you're, you're probably wondering. Dolphin emulator for Wii and GameCube ROMs not releasing on Steam. So, you might have heard earlier this year that the Dolphin emulator would be releasing on Steam. Uh, kind of in conjunction to work with a Steam Deck. And it runs Wii and GameCube games. So, if I want to back up my copy of Mario Bros. Wii and play it on my Steam Deck, you know, in theory, you are going to be able to. But, it is no longer coming to the Steam stores. So, we heard that it would release. I believe it was going to release this summer. So, that's okay, this is the order of events. Dolphin Emulator uh, releasing on Steam this summer. Then, Steam, the company behind Steam, Valve, reached out to Nintendo saying, Hey, is this okay? Here's an emulator that runs your games. Can this release on Steam? Then... Nintendo responds and says, that's not cool. They send Valve a DMCA notice, essentially saying, hey, get Dolphin off the Steam store because we don't want it there. So, then Dolphin's like, shoot, what do we do? Like, like, like what are the options here? What, what, what do we do? We can't go on Steam because big boy Nintendo doesn't want us on there. What are the options? Well, it is official that the Dolphin emulator is no longer coming to Steam in any way possible. Valve said it could happen if Dolphin emulator, which runs GameCube and Wii games unofficially, can come to an agreement with Nintendo. And obviously that is not going to happen. They don't like Dolphin emulator. That is not happening. So Dolphin emulator still runs. It is out there. 
but you cannot use it on the Steam store. It is not coming there anytime soon. If it does, well, it won't because, you know, we just saw it play out here. But, you know, it's not coming, right? It's still possible, I believe, to, you know, run those games on other devices, but it just won't officially be through the Steam store. So, if you have this strong desire to use the Dolphin emulator, you know, it's very possible, but it it, 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 it won't be this easy, put it that way. Now, moving on from the Dolphin emulator not coming to Steam, we have new My Nintendo Pikmin Rewards available. So, July 20th, one day before Pikmin 4 releases, how do you hype that up? You put out, essentially, free rewards on your site for... Nintendo account members now what are these rewards so there are three rewards that that were released on the my Nintendo site we have the first one being the most underwhelming one we have principal party hats I would love to know is there one person out there that uses printable party hats like I don't I doubt somebody had a birthday party Pikmin themed birthday party on I mean I guess the the uh, release date Anywhere around that? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. A Pikmin birthday party sounds cool. But who is printing out Pikmin party hats? Like, I don't know. I'm not doing that. Uh, so, but, you know, that is out there. There's two types of hats there. There's one printable Ochi paper hat. And then there's one that has the blue, yellow, and red Pikmin on this paper hat. It's very, very cool stuff, but it's just like, when would you use that? Now, if you do want to use it, if you're part of the mi uh, minority, it'll cost you 30 platinum points, and obviously you need a printer to print something to, 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 to print something like that out, and that's going to be it. That's a wrap for your Pikmin party hats, okay? So that's out there. You can also get, and guess what? I actually bought this one. I never buy, you know... I guess my Nintendo stuff, I never buy this stuff, but this one impressed me way too much. I bought a microfiber kitchen towel with red, yellow, blue, and ice Pikmin all scattered over it. So, it's essentially a kitchen towel, you know, use it for, you know, I guess uh, drying the dishes, whatever you need it for, right? And I just thought, you know... I'm going to need this one day. I don't want to go to Target and buy the ones that say, like, you know, those, like, cringe sayings, like, I don't know. I mean, my family has, like, this, you know, doormat that that, that says, love you, mean it. Like, just some cringy sayings. I don't want to go to Target in, like, nine years and buy that one. So, I'm like, you know what? I'll just buy this Pikmin 4 one. It is 600 platinum points, and I have like 2,000, so I was like, you know what? I'm not using them on much else apart from Switch Online icons. I'd go ahead and buy this Pikmin 4 kitchen towel. 600 platinum points plus shipping, which for me ended out to be about 7 bucks. So, a $7 kitchen towel, and, you know, apart from that, virtually free. Just some random platinum points. You know, I was like, that's a steal. I would do that. And I feel like a lot of kitchen towels uh, are, uh, you know, are, I I guess around that price. So, I'm not being scammed. Uh, I don't think, anyway. <laughs> so, I bought that. Should be coming soon. Uh, maybe if I remember to, I'll show you it next podcast. So, there's that. The links for these will be down below. But we have one more. Don't be fooled by me saying the uh, links are down below. We have one more here. 
Pikmin 4 Shoe Charm Set. So, I at, I at first thought these were going to be gibbets. Now, if you have Crocs, you would know what gibbets are. It goes, like, in the hole of the Crocs, but it doesn't appear to be like that. Now, they might still be usable with Crocs, but it appears that they are mainly for use on, like, shoelaces. So, if you have... <laughs> if you have shoes, you can use these. I would assume you have shoes if you're, you know, fortunate enough to to, to, to to have like a phone and watch the podcast. I would assume that you have shoes. So you can use this this uh, Pikmin shoe charm set on your shoes. There's one blue charm, one red Pikmin charm, and one yellow Pikmin shoe charm. And it is 500 platinum points, so gotta gotta get your uh, dough out there. And also plus shipping, which of course depends on where you live. I know that you know Canada prices may differ, but you know in the U.S. for me, they ship from Washington State. I'm pretty far from that. It was seven bucks shipping, so it's really not terrible. I mean, just look at it as like the shipping price is what you pay for the actual item. Like, look at it that way. And then once you do that, it's not a bad price tag. So, I didn't buy those. I bought the kitchen towel. Uh, next podcast, if I re- if I remember, if I find a spot to talk about it, then I'll show you that there. Then, guys, July twenty first. This was solely a day dedicated to Pikmin 4. Now, our first piece of news, can you guess? Welcome back to the hit game show, Spot the Obvious. What is our first piece of news? What would happen at midnight on July 21st? Well, that would be Pikmin 4 released, if you couldn't guess. I am sorry if you could not guess. Pikmin 4 released July 21st. I have thoughts on it. But I haven't really found, like, the platform to give my thoughts on Pikmin 4, apart from I'd said it on my members-only podcast last Sunday, uh, member link in the in, uh, description. But, like, like, you know, I guess apart from that, I haven't found the spot to give my thoughts on it. You would think this podcast is a good spot, but I don't know. This is, like, I was going to say this is, like, a news podcast, but I guess it's sort of news, you know what? I'll save it. I'll save it. You know, this could be a good thing to save. I'll save my thoughts. I will give you this, though. I will I, I will give you this. Pikmin 4 is, from what it looks like, I'm in the third area, but it's so good that I believe it's going to be one of my top three favorite Switch games of all time. I think it goes Animal Crossing New Horizons. It goes Skyward Sword HD. And then it goes Pikmin 4. I think that's how it'll go. If not beating Skyward Sword HD. Now, it's already at number 3. Once I beat the game, I will decide if it passes either Skyward Sword HD or if it even passes Animal Crossing New Horizons. Which I I don't doubt... Sorry. I don't doubt that it'll pass Skyward Sword HD. I doubt that it'll pass New Horizons. New Horizons is my favorite Switch game. You cannot take that away from me. I give you that. And then, along with the Pikmin 4 releasing, guys, you have normal Pikmin news. And a lot is going down. We have new Pikmin 4 merch announced for Japan and Hong Kong. Now, honestly, in the last few podcasts, I've been giving you a lot of news 
you know, regarding Japan and, you know, Baskin-Robbins, Pokemon collaborations and things like this, I've kind of slowed down with that this week because, like, I looked at my, you know, demographic. I think it said 0.1% of my audience is in Japan. So I don't think that you care for, like, a Baskin-Robbins Pokemon collaboration. Like, no. What you would care about are the things that you can actually get. So... Although this Pikmin merch is releasing in Japan and Hong Kong, you can still get that imported. So you can actually get, you know, get your hands on the stuff if you want to. So what is the merch line releasing in Japan and Hong Kong? Well, that would be my friends. Hoodies, a clock, a clock's kind of random, vases, keychains, soap, gloves. I assume they are garden gloves, but no verification, a phone case, and so much more. That is admittedly all that I could identify from the picture that is on screen now for our video listeners. Audio listeners, I sincerely apologize. But Hong Kong is also giving out greeting cards and paper hats when purchasing a Switch licensed product. So I assume if you're in Hong Kong at a select retailer, I guess if you buy like a controller, you know, you get a free greeting card and paper hat, you would think that, you know, you you get that bonus when you buy like Pikmin things, but no, it says when you buy a Switch licensed product. So if it's an official Nintendo product, I guess you, you, you get a greeting card and a paper hat. So cool little bonus there. I would not mind getting that. Also more Pikmin news on July 21st. We have Pikmin 4 icons available for Switch Online members. Now, the first wave released on July 20th, but we really, like, got news of this on July 21st. Now, here's the thing. There are three waves, ends on August 10th. You have a lot of time to pick up these icons. Now, the first wave, you might have to hurry, but apart from that, you're set. Now, the first wave is available from, from July 20th to July 27th. Now, as of posting the podcast, that is tomorrow. So, you might actually want to hurry up there. There is an ice Pikmin icon, a blue Pikmin sitting on a die, a red Pikmin carrying a button, and just a classic Ochi icon. You know, what more could you ask for? Now, I will say, I went and I bought every single one. They're all so good. Like, they're all amazing. And I actually changed my Switch icon. I do not remember. I think it's a yellow Pikmin carrying something. I forget. Now, Wave 2 is available right after Wave 1 ends. So, that is July 27th to August 3rd. And the four icons shown off in this promotional, I guess, image have the Glow Pikmin. It has the... The, the standard captain, like used in the promo, I don't know the name of that female captain. Uh, it has Ochi with an, uh, an ice Pikmin, a red Pikmin, the captain, and a blue Pikmin. Sorry, it is a very small image from what I'm looking at. And a classic Bulborb icon. There are also more icons than that, but that is what is shown in the preview. Once again, July 27th to August 3rd. That is wave two. Then from August 3rd to August 10th, we have four more icons in this, you know, promotional image, and then there are a bunch more if you go and actually, you know, look for yourself. 
We have one Pikmin icon with the blue, yellow, and red Pikmin in it. We have another icon with the purple Pikmin and the white Pikmin. And then we have one focused on the glow Pikmin along with one more animated cartoon style Ochi icon. I think I'm going to use that one because it looks very, very, you know, very, very good. But if you are, are interested in any Pikmin icon, those are available now on the Switch Online app. If you are a Switch Online member, if you go to the app on your little home screen, you can find all of those there. Aside from that, though, let's get to general news from July 21st. You know, it's, 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 it's Pikmin Day, right? It's Pikmin Day. But that might not be all that you care about. What else happened? So, this has actually been big news. I didn't believe it when I saw it. I thought, you know, there was some kind of catch or something. There is a free Charizard code for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. This is not a one-person code, like, you know, one person can use it. It is official. Everyone can get this. So, you can get a Charizard in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Now, this comes from the Pokemon anime in Japan. They kind of, you know, give this stuff out. The Charizard has a Dark Terror type, and it has some moves as per every Pokemon. These moves being Crunch, Flare Blitz, Acrobatics, and Belly Drum. And how to get this Charizard. You know, you are sitting on this YouTube Live premiere, or you're on Spotify, or, you know, some audio, audio listening platform. You're like, what's the code? Give me the Charizard. You're waiting at the code enter screen. I got you, okay? The code is Dark. Terra 0006. Once again, Dark Terra 0006. All one word. D A R K T E R A 0006. That is the code to get a free Charizard. Now, we you know we discuss these free Pokemon codes almost like every other episode. And I never, like, really log on to go and get them. I say that, you know, I should, but I never really do. This one, I have to log on. If I don't log on for this one, I'm missing out. So, that is out there. It ends August 31st, 2023 at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So, if you're watching this after that, I sincerely apologize. You missed out on a Charizard, or you didn't, or you, or you found out, you know, while it was all going on, so, I don't know, but that is out there for those who are listening, then guys, more Pokemon news here we have, Pokemon Unite, the second anniversary is going down, is that game really two years old, it feels like it's like three or four, okay, well, you know what, second anniversary is going down, we have so much news there, However, because it is so much news, I can't jump into all of it, but I'll give you a rundown. We have Mewtwo in the game. We have a new type of battle called Panic Parade, a new battle pass season, an anniversary cake challenge. It's stacked, okay? They go ham for their anniversary events, so I would check it out. Team Smart, if you're a Pokemon Unite fan, uh, I would think that you are enjoying that. What's also cool is if you do not have a Switch and you're watching the podcast, you don't have to have one. Because if I'm not stupid, Pokemon Unite is available on mobile as well, so you can play it there. It is free on there, and 
if you don't have a phone, you're watching on a computer, I am sorry. I just assume that you have a phone because, you know, you can listen on your phone, you can watch on your phone. You know, I just have to assume such a thing. If you have an iPad as well, that, that'll work. If you have an, an, an Apple device or an Android device, you know, you're fine. It'll work. But aside from that, we have Mario Kart Tour's Sunshine Tour plus Me Suits revealed. So, Mario Kart Tour, the mobile Mario Kart. It's fun in games, right? Like, it's very, very fun in games. The free Mario Kart, the new tour has been revealed. The Sunshine Tour. Now, this begins on July 26th. So, as you're hearing my voice, it is going on now, and it ends August 9th. Now, the new Mii Racing suit that you're able to unlock and use with your Mii is a Toadette suit. Now, I believe normally we have like two suits that are, you know, brand new. We have one. It is a Toadette suit. And then the next racing suit silhouette has been teased. We will have that revealed to us before the next tour begins on August 9th. So look out there. Can we actually see what uh, tracks are being used in the Mario Kart Tour, Sunshine Tour? Let's give it a good Google because I should have earlier. Okay, look. Okay, here. Uh, we have courses. Game Boy Advance Lakeside Park. We have the GameCube, Daisy Cruiser, and the SNES Koopa Troopa Beach 2. That's pretty cool. Drivers, Yellow Yoshi. Carts, we have the brand new Yellow Explorer. Or sorry, it, it, might, it might not be brand new, but that's like a featured cart. The Yellow Explorer, the Blue Explorer, uh, a Yellow Turbo Yoshi, and a Gold Steel Driver. Some new gliders. It's going down. But yeah, Sunshine Tour. Checking out in Mario Kart Tour. You might have to get an update, but if you don't, more power to you. One more piece of news for July 21st. We have the final wave of cartoon Splatoon icons available for Switch Online members. So, if you do not know, I've reported on this for, I believe, like every week now for the past few episodes. We have Splatoon cartoon-like icons. The final wave is available now, and it goes away on July 28th. So, I gotta say, I have been liking the new Splatoon icons. They look very, very good. And I will say, if you don't pick them up, you could be missing out. Even if you're not a Splatoon fan, like, they look very cool. So, Check them out. The final wave is out there. You either get them now or you miss them forever. That might not be true. They might come back eventually. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if you get them, if you don't, if you don't get them now, then it'll be a while. So I'd say check them out. If you really hate them, then, you know, maybe don't get them. But otherwise, it's out there. Then, guys, July 23rd. I skipped a day. You know why? Because you go on Google. You search Nintendo. You hit news. July 22nd. You'll see nothing but rumors. Somebody putting PC games on a Switch. You know, it's nothing really. So, July, 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 20, July 23rd. Speak. July 23rd. Not much even happened here. I mean, really? So, we have an update on the Super Nintendo World construction going down in Orlando, Florida. That is obviously where the next uh, location is going to be. We have an, an update on construction on the roller coasters or, or, or the rides per se. I wouldn't call it a roller coaster. But we have an update there at Universal Studios. I'll show some pictures on screen courtesy of Bior Con Construct, or <laughs> I said Construct has like uh, Zelda. Bior Construct on Twitter. They post photos of updates. 
uh, on construction. It appears to be like mainly in Florida. Uh, but yeah, there are, there are some pictures showing off the progress there. So that's always cool to see. That's where I'm going to that, you know, location of Super Nintendo World whenever I get the chance. Now, there's a scheduled opening for that theme park uh, in 2025. I don't know if it'll be earlier, if it'll be later. If I had to guess, uh, you know, I'm not looking at all the whole like construction thing. Like, I don't know how close it is to, be, to being done at all. I don't know if they're ahead, if they're behind. But if I had to, you know, kind of kind of guess, I would say they launch in summer of 2025. That makes like you know the the the, the most sense because I mean, launching in fall, that's great. But how about launch in summer when everyone's there because of Disney? When everyone's there because of what's the other, you know, Legoland? Everyone's there in the summer, you know, you would want to have a big launch. It's like one more stop for people to go to when they're going to, to Disney because in the summer, you know, Disney's packed. It's packed. Add one more stop for people, you know, you go to Super Nintendo World. I'd say that you launch launch in summer, but even if, if they launch like in fall, like it'll be, it'll, it'll be packed. It'll be packed for sure. It's packed. So that is it for July 23rd. We move to July 24th, getting more in sync with real time here. July 24th, Pikmin 4 Community Day has been announced for August 12th and August 13th. That is not far from now. Obviously, we have the Pikmin 4 event going down currently in Pikmin Bloom. And we have some details on the next Community Day. So... The flower of the month for my Pikmin Bloom fans, you know what this means. For those who are not Pikmin Bloom fans, I'll make this quick. Flower of the month is a hibiscus. We have, okay, I cannot pronounce flowers for my life, but we have an August big flower forecast. Throughout August, big flowers may occasionally bloom into a bunch of different flowers. Lilies, roses, hibiscus, sunflower, cosmos. When you plant regular red, yellow, white, or blue petals around them. Nectar update. During August, fruit obtained from tackling mushrooms will give either regular lily, rose, I cannot pronounce this one flower, frangipani, I don't even know, hibiscus, sunflower, or cosmos nectar, and then the August Community Day in August. Community Day will, will be held on the following dates, August 12th and 13th, as we said. Details to follow soon. What more details could you give? That's kind of a mouthful right there. Okay, so Community Day going down. Download Pikmin Bloom. That's all that you need to know. July 25th news. We move to the current day as of recording. It is Tuesday, July 25th at 1.14 p.m. I didn't post my YouTube short. Okay, well, let's do that right afterwards. Okay, so <laughs> July 25th, Pikmin 4 reaches 87 out of 100 on Metacritic. Now, I believe that it was at 87 out of 100, like, you know, a few days ago. I saw I saw at one point it was at like 88. I'm saying it on July 25th because that is the most recent score for Pikmin 4. So, press rates it 87 out of 100. The audience score, like, you know, what me and you might rate it on Metacritic, is 9.4 out of 10. And if you don't know, like, that's good. Like, that is fantastic for a, you know, Nintendo game, Pikmin 4. 
that's really good. I saw someone say that it's like, you know, the highest rated user score, you know, Nintendo game of all time. I don't know if that's true or they were trolling, but if that's true, that that's that's huge. I don't know if that's even true though, so don't quote me on that. But I mean, either way, whether it's the biggest or not, 9.4 out of 10 for the audience is really good. I have read a few of like the press reviews. I do think that they're sometimes, you know, a bit harsh on games, but I'll let it slide. Like, it's fine. They're sometimes harsh, but that's okay. Then guys, Pokemon Sleep was updated to the newest version. It had maintenance last night. Uh, the, the night of the night of July 24th moving to July 25th. How do you do maintenance overnight? Like, people people are sleeping, bro. Okay, you know what? I don't know. So, maintenance went on. And it's purely bug fixes. Like, it's nothing to write home about. It's bug fixes. What do you want me to say? They they, they fixed this tiny issue. You know, the, the app is better. The app is way better. It'll help you sleep better. Or will it? And... New update, you won't even notice. I won't deep dive into it, but if you want to read all the patch notes, link down below in the sources and links link there. Then our final piece of news for the entire headline segment. We have three segments after this going into deep Nintendo news. But the last one for here is kind of news that I wanted to, 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 to bring up because we won't speak before this Friday. Disney Illusion Island, a game that I'm really looking forward to, releases this Friday. I it's 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 not sponsored. You, you think Disney was sponsored me? No. This is it's 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 not sponsored, right? It's not sponsored. But this game releases this Friday, and I think it's going to be one of Disney's best games. Now, might that not age well? Maybe. But I'm excited. I, 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 I would encourage you to at least look at some, you know, I guess, promotional stuff for it. Like, it's got me excited. I used to always love Disney Infinity. And while it's obviously nothing like Disney Infinity, I'm a fan of whatever Disney does. I mean, I guess a better example would be like Epic Mickey. Those games are great. So, Disney's making a game, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, Donald. It's going down this Friday. So I pre-ordered it from Walmart. If you pre-order from Walmart while supplies last, you will get a free luggage tag. I'll leave the link down below to do that because it's two separate listings. Like if you go and pre-order it, uh, there's two listings. There's, there's, there's one with just the game. And then there's one with a free luggage tag. Same price, but, you know, you have to order the right one. So that's what I've done. Link down below to do that if it's still available. Uh, if it's not, I'll let you know. But that's that for the headline segment. We have three segments left for news. One at the end answering all your questions. Let's go ahead. Let's jump to the first segment on the Pikmin developer Q&A. Now, that, not, not the entire thing here, but Miyamoto... The creator of Mario, in specific, talking about why Pikmin doesn't sell well. And me giving my two cents on the whole topic. Let's go. Alright, let's get into it. So, what are we talking about? We're talking about Pikmin 4. Okay, so recently, 
Nintendo put out a developer's Q&A with Pikmin for developers. So that would include Miyamoto. Can we actually pull up the entire list here? Because I don't want to send any disrespect to those who made the beautiful game that is Pikmin 4. Now you might think, why can I call it a beautiful game? You've only gotten to the third area. It's so good! I Please buy Pikmin 4. All right, here is the whole Q&A thing. We have the, the, the team there. But there's one picture, there, there's there's one photo that has like all their names in it. Uh, can we go to that real quick? Come on, I'm embarrassing the audience. Okay, hold on. Uh, sorry, go. Come on, guys, please. What you know? Watch this stuff. You know, this is a good podcast. We just here it is, guys. Okay, so here's the Q and A. So they they did a Q and A with tons of developers, and by tons, I mean five. The main one that we're looking at is Shigeru Miyamoto, but they also you know, interviewed Yuji Kando, Yutaka Hiramuki, Taku Matoba, and Mitsuhiro Kida. I pray that I said any of those correctly. Okay, so there's one, I guess, quote, long quote from Miyamoto that I really want to dive into here. And that's him talking about why Pikmin games don't sell well. Now, you might also wonder the exact same thing. Here's him questioning why it doesn't sell better and kind of like reasoning with himself like, you know, this might be a factor, you know, whatever. Here we go. It's a bit lengthy, but I'll try to make it quick. Quote, there have been three games in the series until now, from Pikmin to Pikmin 3. And personally, I've always wondered, why haven't they exploded more in sales, even though they're much fun to play? Why do people think they're so difficult? Can I jump in here? As the average gamer, like, they're a little bit difficult. Like, come on. Like, like, they're a little bit hard, especially Pikmin 1 and 2. Pikmin 3 gave me some challenges. If you watched my stream series of it, you might know, especially the uh, cave at the end. But, like, I could have figured out most of Pikmin 3. It was the cave at the end that stumped me. But Pikmin 1 and 2... Uh, Pikmin 1, like, after you beat Pikmin 1, you kind of realize it's not that bad, but when you play that as your first Pikmin game, you're like, what the heck am I doing? It's a bit challenging. Pikmin 2, uh, in, in terms of, like, in terms of, in terms of enemies, it's pretty difficult, so, uh, I will say that, but, yeah, I mean, they are, they are pretty difficult, Miyamoto, they are, they are a little bit hard. Once you replay, it's not bad. Like, once you grasp it, you know, you're fine. Then he says, I get that people find it more difficult when death is a factor. Yes, he's getting it now. But I think the franchise's strength lies in its relationship with mortality. If something is irreversible, you need to figure out a way to prevent undesired things from happening. To try to prevent Pikmin from dying, you need to practice Dondori. To me, that's what makes this game unique. I think people find Pikmin difficult for two reasons, the controls and the depth of the gameplay. I spent a long time mulling over how we could convey these points as interesting rather than difficult. We were talking about how we want as many people as possible to play Pikmin 4, but if it's not Pikmin-like enough, we won't meet the expectations of those who, who have enjoyed the series until now. The first game provided a deeper challenge, while the second game was broader in terms of content. And we went back to something closer to the first one in Pikmin 3. But after thinking about it, I realized that we could do both. We could retain the depth of the gameplay 
that makes Pikmin so interesting while providing the functional support to address the challenges around controls. So, end quote. I will say, I do agree, and I, I kind of have, like, the same views that he has. Like, Pikmin, looking at it, if you've played a Pikmin game, I personally am like, this looks like, a, you know, a game that would have sold very well. It's interesting, it's, it's strategic, yet relaxing. Like, Pikmin has the perfect package. What I believe might have messed up Pikmin early on, like Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2, uh, was kind of like lack of marketing. I kind of had heard and seen that there wasn't much marketing for the older Pikmin games, but, you know, moving past that, why didn't a game like Pikmin 3 sell well? Well, because... And here's what I personally think, you know, there's there's no real fact around it. Let's look at it as a series first before we jump to, like, marketing and stuff like that. As a game, you know, we're talking about Pikmin 3, but, you know, I'll go into the entire Pikmin series in general. As a, uh, you know, a uh, franchise, like, I am a pretty average gamer. I'm a mediocre player. I'm not good at, you know, the games that need a bit more skill, right? And I almost feel like Pikmin might be one of those games. Now, I, I will say Pikmin 4 is not one of those games. And that's why I love it so much. It's so much easier. <laughs> I need that. But, like, it's a little bit difficult. It's certainly hard. And at some points, I feel that it can almost be, like, stressful in a way. Like, when you're playing Pikmin 3, not to, like, spoil the ending for you, but... <laughs> I'll just say, there's a cave at the end, and, you know, hardcore gamers probably looked at it and went, BAM! I know what to do. Uh, but, like, I'm very average. I looked at that and said, my gosh, I brought my brother into the room on stream and needed help with it. I eventually figured it out, thanks to him and thanks to my chat as well for helping me. But it's like, I would have needed some IGN walkthrough just to beat that game. Thankfully, I have my chat and my, and my brother as a walkthrough. <laughs> but it's like, it's not the easiest game. Like, look at Mario Bros. Like, there's only one way to beat that game. And it's like, it's very simple. Complete the level. Jump over this. Do that. And, then, you know, that's a very easy game. Pikmin, it's much more like, okay, what the heck am I doing? Is this correct? And especially... It's discouraging when you lose, like, all your Pikmin at one time, which in Pikmin 4 is not a problem, because one, it's easier, two, there's the rewind time feature, but in a game like Pikmin 2, like, you you lose your entire team in a snap if you're not careful. Like, it's bad. So, when Miyamoto talks about difficulty, uh, I agree. I think, you know, they are pretty difficult, but I do like what he was saying. Uh, where's the exact quote? Here, you need to figure out a way to prevent undesired things from happening, to try to prevent Pikmin from dying. I think, you know, he's right. It does kind of, like, turn on that switch where it's like, okay, how do we not have them all die, you know? Like, it makes you think that. But it's just, it just kind of adds to the difficulty. Like, I, 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 I understand Pikmin is not the most difficult game of all time. But it's just when you compare it to what some gamers are used to, like, the uh, you know, Mario Bros, or, uh, I was gonna say Donkey Kong, but that's kind of difficult. Uh, I mean, what, what else? Like, I wouldn't even call, like, Luigi's Mansion that difficult. You can, you can kind of, you know, 
compare it to that. Just more mellow, chill games. I would say like that. So when you go over to Pikmin, there's decisions, you're losing team members, it's a bit more rough. And so, why do I think Pikmin has sold poorly? I think that's a factor. I I do think, like, Pikmin has never really got, like, the in-your-face marketing. And what I mean by that is, like, do you remember when Super Mario Bros. Wii released? Like, bro, you couldn't look somewhere and not see Mario Bros. Wii. You couldn't. It, 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 it wasn't possible. You go to stores, it's like a big banner, you know? I never feel like Pikmin got that treatment. And, I mean, in a way, rightfully so, it's like a brand new game. But, you know, when Pikmin 1 released, like, we searched Pikmin 1 release date, right? Pikmin 1 release date. October 26th, 2001. Let's search 2001 GameCube games. Can we just search that? Smash Bros. Melee. Luigi's Mansion. Uh, Animal Crossing. I feel like it was almost just like blown out of the water. Not to mention, it was on the GameCube back in 2001. And if you don't know, the GameCube is not the best-selling console of all time. It actually sold, can we, can we pull up the number? It was like around 20, um, 20 million GameCube sales. 21.74 million sales on the GameCube. So that's already not a ton of people. And then you're also obviously months apart, but you are competing with those other Big Bang games that I was talking about. And it's just like not getting the in-your-face marketing. Now, do I believe that Pikmin 4 is getting that? Very close to it, yes. Very, very close. It's it's on their Twitter. It's on the front of the eShop. Double gold points if you buy it digitally. Uh, GameStop banners. I mean, it's everywhere. Pikmin 4 is like, you know, they're giving it the appropriate marketing. Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Uh, didn't really get it because it's a re-release. Pikmin 3 kind of got it with the Wii U. It kind of did, but that's already not going to sell well because the, the Wii U did about 13 million units in sales. So it's kind of like always been on poor selling consoles. And Pikmin 2 uh, was also on the GameCube. But like when it was brought over to the Wii... I feel like the new play control, like, advertising on the, on the box of Pikmin 1 and 2 also kind of messed it up. That that, didn't, that did not stop my brother from buying it, but, like, it just, it just had a rocky road. And now that Pikmin 4 is getting the proper push, and Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2 uh, re-releases were shown off in the last Direct, I feel like now... It's getting what it deserves, and it's getting spotlight. Do you know how many views that Direct has last month? And Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2. Old games coming to the Switch for 50 bucks uh, for the bundle for 1 and 2. Like, that's a big push. Not to mention, there was a lot of Pikmin in that Direct. Not to mention, when the, sorry, when they announced the Direct, it said, hey, tune in for a Direct happening on June 21st. And it said, we'll have details of games launching later this year. And Pikmin 4, like, they knew Pikmin 4 was going to be a very big, like, like, like push point of this whole Direct. So, I think it got the in-your-face advertising. And, uh, can I, like, trademark that? Can I, like, can that be, like, a channel thing? Like, when something gets in-your-face advertising? Like, can I say that? I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, like, what I'm saying. Like... 
I don't know. It sounds like a cool little phrase, in-your-face advertising. Like, dude, okay. Because Pikmin 4 is getting that, I think Pikmin 4 is going to sell, dare I say, 5 million. I think it does 5 mil. I think it's already done, like, 1.5. Already. If not more. It's probably a lot more. I did see somewhere that, that the Pikmin 4 sales are... um up 45% compared to Pikmin 3 Deluxe sales. So that's already a very, very good sign. And Pikmin 3 Deluxe did about 3 million, if I can verify that. Should have had my information pulled up, you know? But that's that's okay. I wanted to have a very open conversation with you. So um, I didn't really pull up all the info to make this like a scripted thing. But if we go to best-selling games, Pikmin, 2.23 million as of December 2021. Uh, So they haven't updated that in a while but i believe like did they discontinue pikmin 3 deluxe because i cannot find any like new copies of that at target at walmart the only place is at like east starland which is a retro game shop they have one but like they bought that like you know years ago i think another thing here is like and this is so stupid <laughs> if i'm on nintendo's marketing team I don't want to say that I can run their business better than they can. They are brilliant. Why are you not pushing out more copies of Pikmin 3 Deluxe physically? Like, why is that not, like, the number one game in stores? Because, you know, I and many other people in the lead-up to Pikmin 4 are going to be like, Hey, I want to play the previous games. I have played Pikmin 1, 2, and 3. Before Pikmin 4. I even tried to beat Hey Pikmin. I didn't do it in time. But, um, why was there no, like, physical Pikmin 3 Deluxe push before Pikmin 4? Because, one, it would have boosted sales. And I'm sure that these sales did go up because it's obviously still, you know, I guess, available digitally. Like, Pikmin 3 Deluxe has not discontinued in the way that it was limited. I don't see any more physical copies of Pikmin 3 Deluxe. I don't. So... I don't know, it's just kind of been weird, and I think that the Pikmin 4 surge, the in-your-face advertising, if I can say it again, uh, is going to turn things around. It's it's a new leaf, uh, not to be confused with Animal Crossing New Leaf, the greatest game of all time, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think they're turning it around. This does 5 to 6 million copies. I would love it. Uh, to do more, but I just don't know that it will because the Pikmin name, like, who's starting with Pikmin 4? Probably a lot of you, uh, but, I mean, for me, I, if I had never played a Pikmin game, I probably, personally, would not start with Pikmin 4. I, I would say that you certainly could, but I wouldn't because I just like to get, you know, the whole history of it. But you can start with it. I just personally would like to play the older ones before the brand new one. And I think uh, because you just put out Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2 like a few weeks ago, I don't know that people are ready to buy Pikmin 4 yet. That could be stupid on my end. But all in all... If I can wrap this up, I think Pikmin 4, 5 to 6 mil, I think it's already done 1.5. Because you have to think, like, there's a Pikmin fan base. They're all waiting, like, over 10 years. People have grown up with Pikmin. The series began over 20 years ago. Like, there, there's a community there. 
1.5 easy already. If Tears of the Kingdom did 10 million in, in, in the first three days, I guarantee you Pikmin 4 did, did 1.5. And it was, I believe, number one on the eShop too. So if that doesn't if that you know doesn't prove it, I don't know what will. Now, if I was also Nintendo. I would put it at number one either way. <laughs> like, I would just put it, I would lie and put it up there. Uh, not that they are lying, obviously. I'm sure it's true because, you know, it just released. But, um, I feel like it, it's a, it's a smart marketing tactic. Uh, once again, I'm, I'm not saying that they're lying about putting it up there. Uh, but it's going to be up there either way. And that'll only ever help it. So, that's Miyamoto's quote on why he thinks Pikmin doesn't sell well. Difficulty, things like that. I think the marketing needed more of a push, and we actually got it here. Like when Pikmin three, uh, Pikmin three Deluxe released, I wasn't, you know, I obviously had a Switch and everything. Uh, I've been a fan for for a while of this company, um, but I wasn't like when Pikmin three Deluxe released. I was like not in my Nintendo phase, I guess. Like I kind of am in one now because I make you know videos on them, but it's like I wasn't in like my phase. I was like in you know school. And so, I didn't even know that it released. Like, when I'm not in my phase, I know when, like, you know, the brand new Mario game releases. I know this and that. I had no clue that Pikmin 3 Deluxe even dropped. I had zero idea. Once again, I was not a zeroed-in, like, a locked-in fan. So, you know. But I didn't see it, like, anywhere. I didn't see it, like, as an ad on, on Instagram at the Target store. Like, you know, I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm sure it was, it was at Target, but it wasn't like, you know, no like banner of it. I think it's getting the proper push now. And that's what I think on Pikmin 4. Now, our next topic, guys. I don't mean to be a party pooper, you know. I really hate to be somebody who, you know, I guess craps on ideas and things. But I want to discuss why I personally am not using Pokemon Sleep. I just realized I'm wearing like a sleeveless shirt. Does it, does, does, it, does it, like anyone mind? It's summer. It's summer, right? Okay. Alex Pereira fights this weekend. If I, if I have any UFC fans here, uh, live on pay-per-view. Uh, regardless, let's move to our next segment on Pokemon Sleep. You see, this is the thing. If I can reiterate it one more time, I don't mean to be like this party pooper that somebody may, like, shape me out to be. Okay, can we discuss Pokemon Sleep? Okay, so this game is going to revolutionize how you sleep at night, okay? You're going to bed, you know, you, know, you, uh, you have your phone, you're scrolling TikTok, then you charge it. And you put it on on the nightstand. Well, no more. Guess what Pokemon Sleep has you doing? They have you putting your phone on your bed face down to track your sleep, to track sounds you make, to track everything. Maybe even when you wake up. So, let me walk you through a story, okay? Uh, Pokemon Sleep releases, I believe it was last Wednesday. It was like right after, right after I posted the podcast. It was somewhere, you know, around this time frame. And I'm like, sick, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. And uh, I even tweeted like, I'm about to go take a nap real quick, uh, which I didn't. So I download the app and I make my account and I go through the introduction and I get to the point where I could sleep if I want to and, and you know, start using it now. And so, 
I knew that you had to put your phone face down on your bed, but I didn't like think too much about it. And so I was going to use it that night. And I remembered one thing that my mom always told me, like, don't sleep with your phone near you or like, you know, put it on the floor. Don't have it like on the same level as your head. And when I like thought back to that, I was like, okay, is, is there like any truth to that? Okay. So I start Googling and I'm going to do I'm going to do it right now. What happens if you sleep next to your phone? Mobile phones in general produce radiation owing or owing to a transmission signal of about 900. What is MHS? It sounds like, <laughs> I don't know. As a result, anyways, keeping cell phones close to the head for lengthy periods of time can cause headaches, muscular pains, and other serious health problems with some serious cell phone radiation symptoms. Now, you might just think that is one site. Bro, Google it and look at all the sites like CBS, health things, and, you know, all that. I even saw some things say that it was it was related to... I don't know what, you know, I won't even say it because I don't want to scare you. I don't, I do not want to scare you in, in the slightest. I, I won't say that. I, I won't say it. I won't say it. But just because I want to be safe, I have not used Pokemon Sleep. I do not want to put this thing next to my head. And, you know, I'm sure that it can go like next to your left leg or something, but I don't even want to take chances, bro. So I, I always have my phone on the floor here. And that's how I've been, you know, putting my phone uh, I guess where I'm putting it when I go to bed, uh, I would put it in a whole different room. Uh, however, my phone is my alarm. So that's why it is still in the room. It is just kind of, a, it's kind of like a far reach when you do wake up. Uh, but that is that. And I'm not using it because of any sort of health risk. Uh, my mom, I'd like to say knows her stuff. And she's always told me that she sleeps with her, with her phone, like in a drawer, like she's on it. And I just don't want to take risks. And I will tell you this. And I don't know if it's like, if like placebo is the right word for this. Um, but it'll make sense. When I put my phone like in a, like in a, uh, a different room, once again, I don't know if I felt this way because I thought that I did something. I woke up like the next morning ready to go, like, 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 like fired up. And so I don't know if that's because I thought that I did like I thought that I did something better for my sleep that I felt better like mentally because you know I I thought that it worked or if like it's really true that if you don't sleep next to your phone you have more energy in the morning you're more ready to go I don't know what it is and I don't want to be hated for saying this it's just my personal like why I'm not using Pokemon Sleep that's all it is I don't want to you know, see some like Reddit thing like M Swizzle sucks. He says Pokemon Sleep is bad. Now I understand that there's that Pokemon Go Plus Plus accessory um, for you know not using your phone on the on the bed. You can replace it with that thing. I understand that, but is that much better? Like, is that any better than using your phone? I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Is that much better? Because it's a, it's a Bluetooth thing, isn't it? So, I don't know. I don't think that I'll be using Pokemon Sleep. 
Now, if you are, if, if you already sleep next to your phone, I mean, it wouldn't hurt. But not to be a health nut, a party pooper, a square, I won't be using it. And that's why. Sleep, health risks, all that. Now, if you use it, more power to you. It's just me personally, I am worried about that kind of stuff. So, I'm not using it, but Pokemon Sleep, if you use it, more power to you. I'm just surprised that... I mean, did they, like, do a research? Because, like, there's a lot of things that show it's not good for you. I don't know. With that, though, let's move to our final segment. Before we answer your questions, there's a rumor out there, guys. Metroid Prime 2 uh, Remaster? Zelda News? What am I talking about? Let's go. Alright, let's jump here, guys. So, we have a rumor circling around from late last week. From the man, the myth, the legend. He doesn't know I exist. Jeff Grubb, okay? Jeff Grubb went on a podcast that he does <clears throat> called Last of the Nintendogs. And, uh... He spoke some words here about a rumor possibly happening this year, but I won't, you know, put words in his mouth. This is the exact quote of what he said. I won't twist a narrative. I won't make it sound like, you know, he said something that, he, that, that, that you know, he, he didn't. This is what he said about there possibly being a Metroid Prime 2 remaster and maybe some Zelda news this year. Here's the exact quote, nothing is taken out of context. I watched the podcast, I know what he said. Here's what he said. Quote, exact words, verbatim. Metroid Prime 2 Remaster probably is coming out relatively soonish. And by the way, I probably should have gave some backstory on Jeff Grubb. Uh, Jeff Grubb is a Nintendo leaker, credible leaker. Um, I kind of like just jumped into like the whole like leaker space and I've kind of learned to find out who's credible and who's not uh for the February direct Jeff Grubb said that it would be on this week it happened that week uh late last year he said that there would be a Metroid Prime remastered it didn't happen last year but it was moved to February and it happened right then so obviously he knew something that was correct it didn't happen exactly then because um, things change, as he said in, in, in the podcast. But uh, yeah, he's credible, and I trust him. Uh, I will trust him until he gets more things wrong than he does right. So, uh, But he seems pretty good, though. And then also, he says, quote, verbatim, something not related to Tears of the Kingdom is happening with Zelda later this year. Now, let's first jump to the Metroid Prime 2 stuff. So the Metroid Prime 2 stuff... I wouldn't doubt. Metroid Prime Remastered did about 1 million copies on the Switch um, as far as we, you know, you know, have got it updated. Maybe it's done more ever since. I would say when the Switch is all said and done, it sells about, you know, 2, two million or so. So that's all, you know, that's, that, that's a nice success. You know, it's doing more than, than a game like, I don't know, everybody wants to Switch. You know, it's a nice little success. I wouldn't doubt a Metroid Prime 2 remaster in the build-up to Metroid Prime 4. I mean, they literally just put uh, Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2 on the Switch. They don't mind bringing old games back, especially GameCube games. GameCube games in specific. 
They like doing it. You have, excuse me, Mario Sunshine for, for uh, Mario 3D All-Stars. You have Metroid Prime Remastered, Pikmin 1, Pikmin 2. There might be some more that I'm forgetting. But they really don't mind. Also, the rumored uh, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. They don't mind bringing GameCube games to the Switch. That seems like where they're at. Like, Nintendo likes to bring games to the Switch. Their previous games. It, it either comes from their previous console... You'll 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 get the rare like Wii port like the Skyward Sword HD, but it looks like you know everything before the GameCube is free. So N sixty four sorry sorry not 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 free but it's like a whole library like on the Switch Online N sixty four NES SNES GameCube is where they're at in terms of HD remasters. That's what it appears, and so I wouldn't doubt that there is a Metroid Prime two remaster in the works. Uh relatively soonish he says uh the closest thing that you could guess for that is the september direct and he did say that and i think this is him speculating so don't so don't say that you know don't take it from him uh what i'm about to say but he said you know as we know there's a direct in september it could pop up around the uh nintendo live event happening in september I think that was his speculation, though. I do not think that was, you know, what what he had heard. But as we know, there's a direct in September. I think that's where you might see some, you know, something like Metroid Prime Two Remaster or something. Uh, I would like it. I'd buy it. And yeah, I think it'll be in September. Now for this Zelda stuff, something not related to Tears of the Kingdom happening later this year. I will say this. That would be a very good time to announce, I wouldn't say release, but announce a Twilight Princess or a Wind Waker port. Now, I want to be clear, he did not say that was happening. But I think, my speculation, that would be a very, very good thing to announce then because, you know, Tears of the Kingdom has probably already spiked in terms of sales. Like, I think if you haven't bought it yet, you're either saving up some money, waiting for a birthday, Christmas will go ahead and spike a little bit, but it's like most people who want to play have it, they're playing, and they'll probably be done by this year for those who have played it uh, when it, you know, kind of around release date. You'll probably be done by the end of the year. You announced Twilight Princess and or Wind Waker releasing you know maybe early next year i think that's a power move really because the topic of zelda hasn't really been bigger than it has been i guess this year so to give them an immediate follow-up after playing the amazing game that is tears of the kingdom you give them something else to eat that that that, that hungry zelda fan base that just beat one of your greatest games it makes perfect sense. Like, you be a great game. They announce a remake or, or a, a, a remaster of an, of an older game. You're like, sick. Yeah, I want to play. That one That one was great. Now let's play this one. You know, it makes sense. You would, you, you would want to do that. So I personally think, this, this is not what Jeff Grubb said. I personally think they will reveal either Twilight Princess or Wind Waker in the direct and... They'll have it released. I mean, maybe like this year, maybe. Uh, but I would, I would say that that's an early next year title, like February or so. Uh, I wouldn't say this year, but it could happen. I don't know. The direct is only 
Uh, we're about like less than two months away from from these uh, from these ugh, from the September direct, so I wouldn't doubt it, obviously. But that is the rumor there. Now I do want to speculate on one last thing before we wrap up this segment and get to answering your questions. Wrapping up one thing here. Uh, when might the direct be? So I do not think it'll be with Nintendo Live. I 100% do not think that. Here's why. Nintendo Live is on September 1st to the 4th. Two of those days, that being 2nd and 3rd, are Saturday and Sunday. They do not do directs on the weekends. Not to mention... They barely even do it, or I'm not sure if they've ever done it, on like a Friday, like, like like a closing to the week. I'm not sure that they've ever done that. Monday, I'm not sure that they've ever done that. So I don't know that it would be on any of those days. Could it happen the following week? Yes, it could happen, you know, the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, or the 8th, or not the 8th maybe, but, you know, 4th, or 5th, 6th, or 7th, I could see, but not that weekend of the whole event in Seattle, I don't see it happening. If you're asking me to, to predict the date of the Direct, and by the way, I predicted the date correctly of the Direct last February, so you can trust me here. If I'm going to predict a date for a September Nintendo Direct, you know, my gut says 13th, or 20th, maybe 14th, oh, you know what, hold on, it can be on a Thursday, you know, mm, I am going to say that the September Nintendo Direct airs Thursday, September 14th, now, if I'm dumb and I don't do Directs on Thursdays, I make my claim for September 13th. September 13th just sounds like a day for a direct. I don't even know. But yeah, I'm saying one of those two days. With that, that's when I think it'll happen. Let's move to your favorite segment of the week where we answer your questions you have asked me. Let's get to it. Alrighty, we are answering your questions. You all left questions for me to answer. That's always fun stuff, right? Now, how to ask a question. So I put out on my YouTube community post saying, hey, if you have any questions for the next podcast, feel free to leave them down below. Look back every Sunday. It'll, it'll be there by Monday morning. Look back every Sunday by like 8 p.m. Eastern time. There will be a post on my YouTube community tab where you can ask questions. And if you don't want to do that, and, and if you want an easier way to do it right here, right now, for the next episode, feel free, join my Discord server in the description of the podcast. Go there, and then once you're in the server, there's a channel called Ask M Swizzle. Put any question that, that you have in there, and it'll almost, like, guaranteed be answered, because if you want to get your question answered, one, the, 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 the Discord asks, like, way less questions, so... That's a better way to get them answered. And number two, if you want to guarantee your question, like, you know, no no, no doubt that it gets answered, 
you can become a channel member on YouTube, meaning you support the channel monetarily for as low as $1.99 a month. And that'll not only guarantee your question, but we also answer it first thing first. So with that said, we have four member questions. And I do want to clear up one thing. Uh, when buying the member perk to guarantee your your question, I can only guarantee one of your questions will, will be answered. Like, I can't answer, you know, all five. Uh, if you, if like one person, if, if, if one member leaves five, I can't answer every single one. So one guarantee per member starting off with rat ninja. Can I give a thank you to rat ninja real quick? Rat ninja gifted like so many memberships on the last Pikmin stream. And I think even the one before that rat ninja, you are a legend. Thank you so much. They ask, will the Mario and, and Luigi RPG series do a comeback after the release of Super Mario RPG, and what company would produce the games? I like this one. All right, so I heard that the developers for the game, it's like Alpha... Hold on, hold on. I have to... What's the company name? Mario and Luigi uh, Devs. Alpha Dream. I almost, said, I, I almost said Alpha Brain. Alpha Dream. Uh, somebody told me that it had went like bankrupt or something. And, okay, I have seen it all with Mario and Luigi developers. I will say, I think Nintendo needs to grab the bull by the horns and produce the game themselves. I don't think that you rely on somebody else. Unless, like, you have to. You know, there's some rights or something. But I think that the Mario and Luigi series does continue directly after Mario RPG. I don't know. But because that series has been clearly one of their favorites, like if you look back to some of the um, previous, or not previous, but like early on 3DS ads, it was like these two Mario and Luigi mascots. And the kind of uh, target promotion of the ads was Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Like that was the target of the ads. That's what you were there for. That's what they were showing off. So they obviously like it enough to, you know, promote it, and they know it, that it's a fan favorite. I don't think that series will ever die, but I don't know that that we get it, you know, as soon as Mario RPG is over. After, like, you know, all the hype died down. I think it could be, like, a pretty late release for Switch, or it could be next console. But I do think that we see a comeback eventually, yes. I think within the next three years or so. Indeed. Thank you, Red Ninja. Sonic Generations asks if you could only have one game for the Switch, the 3DS, and the Wii U, what would they be? Okay, so let's begin with Switch. Uh, Switch, it's it's essentially what is your favorite game for each for each console? Uh, Switch, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, 3DS. It'd be weird. Like, to say two Animal Crossing games, because my answer here for 3DS is uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf. But, really, I have no problem, like, alternating between the two. Like, if I only had those two games and that was it, no other games, I would have no problem. No problem. So, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Animal Crossing New Leaf for 3DS, and then Wii U. Essentially, what is my what's my favorite game on the Wii U? Favorite Wii U game... Uh, this answer changes, like, so often. It's either Mario 3D World. I mean, Nintendo lands up there. 
Mario and Sonic Rio 2016. If I had to give you one, it's probably Mario 3D World. Mario 3D World was my first ever Wii U game. I got the bundle that like had Mario, Mario Bros plus uh, Luigi Bros. But I played Mario 3D World first because it, it felt like a breath of fresh air. Because while Mario Bros Wii U uh, was brand new, it felt too much like Mario Bros Wii. So my real first Mario game, or sorry, first Wii U game was Mario 3D World. And because of that, there's some nostalgia there. It's my favorite or, you know, at the, at the very least one of them. I will always love that game. Then, two more member questions. DBE asks, what do you think the next console will look like in your opinion? Indeed. So, it goes one of two ways. It goes, if there's a Switch 2, it'll look, I think, nearly like the Switch that we have now. Improved Joy-Cons, nicer looking screen. Not even, like, in terms of, you know, resolution. Like, it'll, it, it'll look clean or like for example from the switch that you know the the normal switch to the oled something about it just looks like like smoother i'm not sure how to explain like it looks more futuristic i don't know how to explain but like you know there's less of like an outline on like the actual screen hopefully that makes sense i think it'll it'll just look it'll look modernized it'll look brand new but I think that it looks relatively the same apart from a few Joy-Con changes. You know, maybe the volume buttons will look a bit different. But like, apart from that, a Switch 2 would look nearly the same. If it's not a Switch 2, I think they go back to like some, to something like a Wii U look. I mean, just a box. A box. Uh, it could be like a curved box like the Wii U was. A box, you know power button it's very very similar to like a Wii or something uh but I do think that it'll be a switch to of some sort um yeah I think it's a hybrid console and I think that it looks a lot like switch switch to yeah the lone warrior 50 our final member question lone warrior asked two I can only answer one so I picked the juicier one if one Nintendo franchise was to die, which one would it be? Okay. That's rough. Can we define franchise? Uh, Nintendo franchises. Because, like, there's franchises, and then there's series. A series would be, like, Mario Party. A franchise is, like, Animal Crossing. Um, okay, so Animal Crossing, Fire Emblem, Kirby, Mario, um, Metroid, Pokemon, Splatoon, Star Fox, Smash Bros., Legend of Zelda. Uh, in terms of like a franchise, according to NintendoFandom.com, uh, there's not there's not many of them, and I'm not gonna pick one that I have not that I haven't played. For example, I've not played Fire Emblem. I've not played Xenoblade. Be I'm I'm not gonna pick those because I haven't played them. I can't say. Um. But like, there's there's no right answer here because what like. Whatever I say, someone is going to be mad at me. There's not many options. All the options are Animal Crossing, Fire Emblem, Kirby, Mario, uh, a Wario is one of them, Pokemon, Sp Splatoon, Star Fox, Smash Bros, Zelda, and the Wii series. Oh, and also Xenoblade. Like, out of those, I'm probably going to say Metroid. And here's the thing. It's hard because I love Metroid. 
And by I love Metroid, I mean it's fun, but I have to use IGN walkthroughs every four seconds. Metroid's cool. I don't hate Metroid in, in, in the slightest. But I can't lose Pokemon, Wario, Mario, Kirby, Animal Crossing. I can't, I can't lose those ones. So I'd probably say Metroid, but I don't at all in the slightest hate Metroid. It was hard for me to beat, yeah, but I don't hate it at all. So I'd say Metroid, but that is no shade, no shade to Metroid. Moving on, user PZ7. Okay, okay. So there's a, a lot of usernames that that begin with user and then like you know a letter, a number, letter, letter, number. I'm not gonna read the entire username. So I'll read like the first you know three letters or numbers of this username. So user PZ7. There we go. Asks. I saw the Astro World vinyl in the background of the Pokemon Save File short. And would like to know what your favorite song on the ob album is. So, for those who do not know, I posted a, a skit the other day. And there was uh, an Astroworld by Travis Scott uh, album cover. Like, uh, it's a canvas, like, in the background. Favorite song on the album. It's either 5% Tint or Houston Fornication. Probably... I can't pick one. One of those two. I mean, I mean, uh, Sicko Mode's great, but like Sicko Mode is classic, so I'm not gonna pick that. It's also like kind of kind of a meme now, so I'm not picking that. And then user FZ1 asks, "Do you think 3D Zelda will ever go back to a more traditional style game? I love the current games, but I don't want them to get stale." Yeah, it's hard because when you make such an open world game like Breath of the Wild, like Tears of the Kingdom. It's kind of hard to like go away from that, you know, because once you have it, it's kind of like once you have a hybrid console, you can't just go to like a home only console. So it's kind of hard to go back. I don't think that it'll ever go to the traditional style again. I think that they'll only, I guess, kind of like adapt and improve from the current style, um, it's 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 impossible to like go backwards. But yeah, I think it'll change. But I do get what what like you're saying though. Like, will it go back to the uh, tra tra to the traditional? Uh, I do get that. I don't know that it will though. It's it's just so hard. Moving on, Karidon64 asks, what games would be released titles for the new Nintendo console? Um, okay. What games would be released titles? I give you Mario Kart 9, like, like 11 indie games, and then like, there's like one more first party title. Uh, Mario Kart 9 indie games, and then... I want to say it's probably going to be a Switch 2, so I was going to say like a 1-2 Switch thing, but that that's not happening. Um, I think that they give you like a meh game. Like, you know, Mario Kart 9 is like the big $60 one, and then there's some like $30 title. 30 bucks first party. I don't know what it'll be. Could be like a tech demo kind of thing, like a mess around kind of game, like a 1-2 Switch, but not a 1-2 Switch, like that kind of quality of game, but not 1-2 Switch. I think that's what you have there. 
at the launch of the next system. P131415, or is it Pi1415? I don't know. Do you think we will get a Super Mario Wonder themed Switch? And what do you think the pre-order bonus for Mario Wonder will be? Yes, so I think, yes, we will have a Mario Wonder themed Switch. The reason I say that is because, one, with like the whole color scheme and art style of Mario Bros. Wonder, you could make a pretty good-looking Switch. And I, I will put it out there. If they do, I'm buying it. Done. I don't even own a Switch OLED. But if they, if they make one of those, I'm buying it. And I will buy a Switch OLED before it's, like, discontinued. I just haven't found a reason to spend 350 bucks on a system that, on a system that, I, that, I, that I already own and barely use in handheld mode. Like, it, it, it made no sense. So, um, yeah. I think there will be a Mario Bros. themed Switch releasing... I think one week before the game does, not including the game, obviously. And what do you think the pre-order bonus for Mario Bros. Wonder will be? There's obviously going to be a few. I will say, you know, you're obviously going to have, like, stickers or, like, a pin or something. Uh, aside from that, like, what might the cooler things be? Because it's a Mario game, it's a bigger deal. I think, like... One store will, will, will throw in, like, a Mario plush or something. Uh, you know, whether that's Walmart or something, you know. I'm trying to think. Recently, like, like, like bonuses recently have been dry. You'll see, like, the cool Pikmin 4 water bottle. Like, that's cool. But there's not a lot of that. And it's hard to predict. Keychains, pins, stickers. Mmm... What's like a unique thing though? A plush, I think, will be thrown in there. That's like a DK oldies bone. Okay, sorry. Um, and then I'm trying to think. I I don't know what else they could throw in there. I mean, I'm sure you know there's great things. I just I'm not creative, you know. <laughs> um, I I, I want to give you like like one more thing. Maybe something special to the game as we see more of it. Like. I think that there might be like a, another trailer before the game releases. And then, you know, whether it's like a Wonder Seed thing or some figure, I don't know what it might be. They'll grab something from a, another trailer and make it a pre-order bonus. That's what I think. Then moving on, Kenneth says, do you think the Switch 2 will sell bad or do you think it could do fine? Um, It depends. As you know, when Nintendo makes a one of their consoles, number two, like a Wii to Wii U, NES to SNES, it never does better. So if it's a, if it's a pure Switch 2, if it's titled like a Switch, okay, if it has Switch in the name, doesn't matter Switch 2, Switch U, Switch, you know, whatever. If it has Switch in the name, uh, it sells a little over half whatever the Switch sells. Uh, it will not compare closely i don't believe unless they like crazily you know 4k you know uh, i don't know 4k 60 fps which is crazy not i i don't think ps5 can do that not at 60 fps it can do 4k but not it's like it's like 4k 30 fps if the switch 2 does 4k 60 you know all that then okay maybe but like it's not gonna do that 
So, if it's a, if, if it's a Switch 2, a little over half, whatever the Switch does. So, as of right now, that would be, like, quick math, like, well, 60 mil. It would do, like, 80 million as of right now with, with the Switch doing 126 million. And then, if it's not a Switch 2, if it's half decent, not terrible, it's either going to be as big as the Switch, or also around the 80 million range, or it could be like a Wii U and go like 20 million, you know? It, it either goes one way, or one of three ways. And that's that's what I'm saying. Then Megalodon. 2K2, final U, final YouTube question. Do you prefer console, handheld, or hybrid? Honestly, for me, console. And that's kind of like a weird thing. I don't really play games in handheld or on the go, so you would probably have a different answer than I do. But for me, console all the way. I sort of like the idea of just like a plug-in-the-wall console. It's traditional. It's how I've always played them. And... I kind of like when we can separate console games and handheld games because I feel like, you know, Nintendo can't make, like, touch special games like Hey Pikmin or, you know, WarioWare Touched or Pokemon Dash where, like, the main gimmick is touching the screen. They can't do that because it's a hybrid console. How would you do that on, like, like a TV? So I miss when we could kind of differentiate handheld games, and console games. Uh, and with, like, the Wii U and 3DS, you can do that. Uh, with the Wii U, you know, you, you're obviously still using the touch feature for some games because you have a gamepad. But, you know, for the Switch, which, which you know, you know the, the, which doesn't have a stylus or a gamepad, how do you do that? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of rough. So, I'd say console. Then, moving over to, to Discord questions. CS asks, do you think people are calling the next system the Switch 2 because it's a hybrid and we just don't know the name or because it's it's actually a more upgraded Switch. I think that's like the code name. Whenever someone talks about the next system, whether it's really a Switch 2 or not, I think that Switch 2 is the code name for it. Like, you know, if you're bringing it up at the, at the, at the lunch table, you're saying Switch 2. Um, because it's a hybrid and we don't know the name, it's actually more upgraded Switch. I think because... Like, it's probably going to be a hybrid, and yeah, we, we just don't know the name of it yet. I don't know that they'll use the Switch name, and I'm not sure that it'll be a more upgraded Switch. I think for a more upgraded Switch, you know, you would call it a Switch Pro, and I do think that if they were going to put out a Switch Pro, they missed it. They, they, they missed their opportunity. It's kind of late now. And... I will say, if they put out a Switch Pro anytime in the next like year, flop. Doesn't do more than like 15 mil. I'll say that. And yeah, I think it could be different than a Switch, but it's just being called the Switch 2 because that's kind of, you know, if we search Switch 2, a will probably show more results than, than you know, Nintendo's next console. So, I'd say, yeah, it's probably just because it's a hybrid and we don't know what it is. I think if you're referring to a more upgraded Switch, you'll probably call it Switch Pro, which, which was a thing for a while. But Switch 2, I think, is the next system. 
Moving on, M Swizzle Enthusiast. In a previous pod, oh, sorry, by the way, love the name. <laughs> love the name. In a previous podcast, you said you like rap music. I do. Who do you listen to? I like Eminem and Lil Wayne. Yes, so who do I listen to? Juice World is always in the mix. Do you know who's been in the mix recently that isn't always in the mix? Is Lil Uzi Vert. He just dropped uh, his new album called Pink Tape. And I've been having that on, on, uh, on, I guess, on the ox, as the kids say. Uh, I, I like Endless Fashion off that album. And I like, I'm pulling it up right now. And I like um, Crush Em. And I like All Alone and Nakamura. I like those ones. And Zoom. There's a lot of good songs on there. So, Lil Uzi's in the mix. I like Drake a lot. I mean, how could you not? Uh, Eminem and Lil Wayne, Legends. But, yeah. Those three right now. I like my fair share of Polo G. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of who's on the uh, ox right now for me. Then, Bobby Boy asks, If you could port three games to the Switch, what would they be? Three games. Animal Crossing New Leaf. I'm like I'm really thinking of my favorite games for older consoles. Animal Crossing New Leaf, Tomodachi Life, and I want to pick like an older one, like a GameCube era one. Mm. It did, okay, so it, it doesn't have to be a Nintendo game. You're saying it doesn't have to be Nintendo. I say bring the UFC games over to the Switch. Bring UFC four or UFC five to the Switch, so that we so that I can fight on the Switch. It'd be great, you dude. UFC, while it's kind of like a poor made game, it's so much fun. It's great fun. Check out UFC four and five if you have a if you have an Xbox or a PS five. Uh, UFC five. Sorry, UFC five is not out yet, but it's coming out soon. So you know, the rumor. Asks, what's your favorite Nintendo and non-Nintendo songs? Okay, so favorite Nintendo songs. I like 1PM from Animal Crossing New Leaf. I think that's probably my favorite song from Nintendo of all time. Which is a big statement because it's kind of like, you know, you might think that the answer is like, you know, Wii Sports or something. You know, it's 1PM, Animal Crossing New Leaf. Um, another one would be the Twilight Princess, uh, title theme. I've not even, like, played through the entire game yet, but, like, bro, that's good in its own right. I don't have to play the whole game just to know that's a, that's an amazing song. And then I would say after that, if I can give you one more, hmm, I'm such a fan of the game. Can I give you the, uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf title theme? Can I give you that? Because that's the answer. Alright, perfect. Moving on, moving on. Oh, wait, sorry. Non-Nintendo songs. Favorite songs of all time here. Um, Empty by Juice World. What are some, like, favorite songs of all time? That's so rough for me. Like, it's 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 hard for me to pick a few. So, I'll give you... I'll give you my, my favorite songs right now. So, Empty Juice World is probably my favorite song of all time. Then you have Endless Fashion 
by Lil Uzi Vert. That's a very, very good one that I'm, that I'm, that I'm listening to. Um, and then if I can give you one more. Uh, can I look at, at Spotify? Dang it. Oh, Search and Rescue by Drake. That's a good one. I'm listening to that too. I liked it. Bro, when did we become a music podcast? This is this is sick. All right. LeVar, hello there, Mr. Swizzle. What's the worst Mentos flavor? The worst one? Can I Google all of them? Worst Mentos flavor. Here we go. Uh, here's here's a bunch. I'm not sure that I'm not, I'm not sure this this is all of them, but here's a few of them: uh, mint, fruit, cinnamon, spearmint, strawberry, rainbow, green apple. Um, so I have not had all of these. I will tell you, I've had most. And cinnamon sounds awful. I haven't had it though. I give you cinnamon or green apple, is 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 disgusting. Uh. Mint is probably the best one. You know, you you don't you don't need a rainbow or strawberry. Just mint. Be classic. I think mint is just the it's 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 the best one. But uh yeah, green apple, cinnamon, you don't you don't need that, right? Oh, uh, there's also a, is 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 that grape? There's a grape one. Yeah, I'm missing a few like flavors here, but yeah, grape sounds all right though. Well, I mean, it's either like a really there's what there's a Fanta one. Who who was gonna tell me there's a Mentos Fanta? That's crazy. All right. Anyways, uh, worst I I give you green apple or cinnamon. Then Sinod eighty five is asking, what do you use to edit your YouTube shorts on? I use Adobe Premiere Pro twenty twenty three. I use it. It's reliable. It's great. You know, there's a few others that you can use, like Final Cut Pro. Uh, there's one more. There's one more that people use. Ah, there's there's hold on, editing softwares. It's gonna haunt me forever if I don't figure it out right now. DaVinci Resolve. DaVinci Resolve. That one. Those three are, are all good, but I use Premiere Pro. You do have to pay for it as per most softwares, but it's very, very nice. Then Luigi's Bro, and I'm thankful thankful to have it. Luigi Bros4321 asks, Oh, a Pikmin question. Is Pikmin 4 worth it? I said this in my members only podcast and I don't want to, you know, repeat what I said there on here because it kind of makes that content less valuable, but I will tell you this here. I said on that podcast, if you do not buy Pikmin 4, you know, this isn't spon- I'm 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 not sponsored by anybody on this podcast. But if you don't buy Pikmin 4, I genuinely mean it when I say you are missing out. Now, if you hate Pikmin with a passion, okay, you know, fine, I I understand. But if you, like, haven't tried it, you know, maybe what I think of the game, that being really good, is not what you will think of the game. But you need to at least, at the very least, try the demo. And if you're not hooked by that, I understand. But if you don't even just try it, you're missing out. With that said, is Pikmin 4 worth it? I have never... That, that's a lie. I have rarely ever spent a better 60 bucks in my entire life to buy a Pikmin 4. 
Top three Switch games of all time. I have not even beat it yet, bro. So, with that said, it can move to like two or, 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 or even crazier number one favorite Switch game of all time. I don't know. It's so good. And which is the best Pikmin in Pikmin 4? My favorite, I don't know like if, you know, there's a best one. My favorite one is the Ice Pikmin. The, the brand new Ice Pikmin. And... I like it because, you know, obviously they're going to make it useful, like how you, how you can like freeze water. They're, they're going to make it so you actually need the ice Pikmin. But man, it's so satisfying to throw them all in the water and like watch it freeze. It's, it, dude, it is great. So I like the ice Pikmin most. I always have them with me in my squad. Not, you know, not to mention they don't just freeze water. They freeze enemies and make it way easier to beat them up. They have so many purposes, it's great. Then we have Dashabunga. Two questions. Do you think the next console will be VR? If so, what will its name be? Your channel inspired me to be a YouTuber. Hey, awesome. Let's go. Always love that. Uh, I do not think it'll be VR. Uh, if they ever dive back into VR, you know, obviously they did VR with Labo. Uh, if they ever dive back into it, I do not believe that it'll be uh, like an entire console. Like... PSVR is not a console. It's like an add-on to the PS4 and PS5. Um, so, they could do that, like, with the next console, like, make a VR add-on. If so, I think it'll be called, I mean, PlayStation is PSVR, Oculus, Oculus, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it'll be named exactly, but I will say... It'll probably, like, just knowing Nintendo, it'll be named, like, some random, like, futuristic stuff. Like, Nintendo Neo or something. Like, it, it, it'll it be something, like, totally random. I don't know. But it'll sound, like, all futuristic. And then, um, if you were to learn a new language, which one would you learn? I would probably learn Japanese. That way, when I'm reading, like, the uh, Q&As from the shareholders meeting, uh, I don't have to, like, translate it. I can do that. I can do the translation myself. I can also play Japanese, you know, games. I can understand Japanese, you know, animes and stuff. It'd be great for the world that I'm currently in. And then, uh, I do not know how to pronounce this name. Oh, Sergeant Zero Ham? Hopefully that is right. Do you like the fact that Microsoft could move Call of Duty to the, to the future, or sorry, to the current size future Nintendo consoles. Do I like it? Yeah, I do. Um, I just don't know that Call of Duty would run half decent on the Switch. Uh, maybe the next console would be better, and that even, like, that looks like the plan to have it run on the next system, not this one. Um, it could still happen on Switch. I just, yeah, I, I like the idea. I just hope that it runs half decent. But yeah, I do like it. Now, finally, Bobby Boy asks, which is better, Xbox or PlayStation? I've always been an Xbox guy. However, I cannot say that it is better than PlayStation because I've not used PS5. I, I have used PS4. Uh, obviously, not the same as PS5. Um, I mean, I can't say what's better cause I, because, because I do not know. But I will say I am an Xbox guy. I have a Series S back here. And um, yeah, I just like my first dive into into non-Nintendo consoles was into Xbox. I would, you know, watch like FIFA YouTubers, um, like the Sidemen. And uh, they 
mostly were playing on Xbox, and then I was like, you know what, I want to do that too. So I got an Xbox One for like 2014 Christmas, or no, 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 20, 2015, 15 Christmas, 2015 Christmas, I got it then, and I've always been an Xbox guy, later then got a PS4, then uh, I got the Series S, the year that it came out, and I've just been pro Xbox all the time, and uh, yeah, so I'd say, I can't say Xbox is better, but I've been an Xbox guy. With that said, that is it for the Mario Matter episode number 48. Thank you all so much for listening, watching, viewing, subscribing, liking the podcast. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Apple, Spotify, we would, we'd very, very much appreciate a five-star rating. Maybe if you're on Apple, you can write like a review in text, like a, you know, we love this podcast, you know, <laughs> not that you have to, but it's much appreciated. Um, thank you so much for listening. Shout out to our channel members who get awesome, awesome perks for supporting the channel monetarily, like special podcast episodes, you know, shout outs like this, special content, early content, things like that. If you want to become a channel member, link down below, whether you're on Apple, Spotify, or, or, or YouTube. It is YouTube integrated, but the link is down there for everybody. With that said, I love you all so much. I'll see you all next Wednesday for the news. I'll see you this Sunday for the members only podcast where we dive into Nintendo topics, channel updates, all that stuff. I'll see you then. Adios.